0: Welcome to Build Your Maverick Business, the podcast for underdog, outlier and renegade entrepreneurs. If you dream of going off on your own and launching your rebel empire but don't know where to start, you're in the right place. We'll teach you how to use mindset, branding and practical advice to build a killer business and transform your world. And now, here's your host, Alex Pitt. Yes, you lot! Back on my bullshit for 2024. Oh how I've missed you! Oh how I've missed this podcast. It's been a while. I have been very busy. I've been doing so many things. I've lost track of all the things. But I did also manage to fit in a lovely break for Christmas and New Year. And I know it might seem weird to be talking about that. I'm talking about Christmas as we are now on like January 74th. I think it feels like. But yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute since we've spoken. So I hope you're all well. We are back on track. I am kicking Build Your Maverick Business back off for the new year. And I tell you what, I'm kicking it off with a a big deal of an episode. I'm kicking it off with a story and an announcement, a fairly big announcement. Now, it's a weird one because I forget who I've actually told individually about this, about what we will call the second biggest life event of last year for me. The biggest one being getting engaged. But yeah, this is up there. We'll call this the official announcement. So the big news from me, I have shut down my business. Strange Creative Studio no longer exists. You might have noticed that this episode no longer features an intro with Alex Pitt, founder of Strange, because that's not a thing anymore. Now don't cry for me, my mavericks. This was very much an intentional decision, and I'm going to tell you why this has happened, how it came to happen, and why this is a monumentally wonderful decision that's brought me so much happiness. Why it set me on a new mission that I have never ever in my life been more excited about. Strange brought me, three years of just fun purpose fulfillment it brought me so much good shit for a really long time but sometimes you just gotta know when it's time to move on right so like i say this is a doozy of a story this is a big one. so i'm gonna spread it out over two episodes i reckon tease you a little bit i am gonna spin some fucking yarn because i haven't done this podcasting thing in a few weeks and you know i love a chat you know i love a story so without any further faffing here's why i've shut down my little baby, my little business. And I am also going to interweave this episode with some business advice that I learned along the way. Such is the nature of podcast. Don't just want to make it all about me, loves. Want to give you some actionable advice. Right, here we go. So rewind a little bit. When I first went freelance, we're talking five years ago now, thereabouts, before Strange and the time before Strange, if you don't already know this, I was a graphic designer. I had been a graphic designer for eight, nine years, thereabouts, working full-time for other companies. I had some nice clients. I was absolutely undercharging but that's a different story and I have an entire course on how not to do that. But yeah, the work was kind of all over the place. It was a bit sporadic. I didn't know who necessarily I wanted to work with. I didn't know that an ideal client was a thing. I didn't have a brand. I was just going out there as Alex Pitt, freelance graphic designer. It was all a bit vague. It was all a bit beige. It was all a bit nothing and it was extremely unfulfilling. I wasn't in a good place and I didn't really understand why. So this is around the summer of 2020, one of the bleakest times of my life. The fact that I've told you it's in 2020, I don't think I need to elaborate on why that was so shit. But this was pre strange. This is pre joe I was a single little bean as well. So yeah, freelancing, I had a nice website. It was an alright logo. I had some fancy business cards. It was all very fine, inoffensive and unbelievably fucking boring. So I had work creeping in, I had clients, I had invoices that were getting paid, still had a roof over my head. But every morning I would wake up and have to drag myself to my desk. I feel like most of us have felt that at one time or another. That black cloud of, oh, fuck again. (laughs) Take me back to that dream. Now, I knew that there had to be something more to this whole career malarkey. I knew that there had to be something more to it. This couldn't just be what I did until I retired. Fuck that for a laugh. I wanted to do something that made me want to jump out of bed in the morning, something that really energised me. So I talked before about Natasha, my business coach who I worked with at the time. And during one of our coaching sessions where I would show up and say, I don't know what I'm fucking doing and this all is a bit bleak, she said to me we were going to work on discovering my why. Now, I'd heard this knocked about a few times and I was a bit like, hmm. Mm, okay, your why, your mission, your purpose, right? So she said to me to kind of kick us off, what is one of the biggest challenges you've faced in your life overall? And I was like, damn, okay, we're going deep today. (laughs) (laughs) so I said well I've always felt like a bit of an outsider that I don't fit in anywhere wasn't sure what this had to do with freelancing but that was the truth so when I said that out loud I was like ooh, there's something in that a penny has dropped there partly because I had no idea where that had come from but partly because that was true if you've heard me talk about strange in any way it all stemmed from that idea it all stemmed from that feeling of feeling like an outsider a feeling like I didn't belong of just wanting to be myself but that not always being acceptable I was always that teenager, the awkward lanky kid with long black hair and big clumpy shoes listening to Slipknot in the halls at school. People didn't really get me a lot of the time. And in the years leading up to starting Strange, I'd learned to accept all of those things about myself. I was like, okay, I am a fucking weirdo, and what? So that was kind of the birth of that idea of breaking out from that LinkedIn-appropriate generic version of myself and saying, okay, I'm going to start an agency now. That agency is going to cater exclusively for the fucking weirdos, the underdogs, and the mavericks of the business world. We're not gonna follow the rules. We're not gonna follow trends. We're not gonna be wanky about anything. I'm just gonna gather a little gaggle of misfits and we're gonna create some beautiful weird shit and I'm gonna help them to prosper. I'm gonna help them build their own little rebel empires and it's gonna be fucking brilliant. So that's where my, my why came from, right? My purpose, my mission is to inspire and champion the underdogs, outliers and renegades to carve out their place in the world. I. Keep keep that mission statement somewhere where i can see it a lot because it means a lot to me champion the underdogs outliers and renegades like it still gives me chills saying that now and after doing this work i then started co-running a branding masterclass where i help other people to do this as well it's work that i've now found is so crucial for that jumping out of bed feeling right it's not just about marketing it's not just about positioning or pricing you want to be jumping out of bed for this because it's hard running your own business is really difficult and if you don't love it then what's the fucking point So if you don't know what a mission statement is, it's basically all of your aims and values distilled into a quite profound and memorable sentence. It's all about thinking what impact do you want to have on the world? Not just how do you want to make money, not just what do you want to put on your business cards, what do you want to put on your LinkedIn profile, what impact do you want to have, what change do you want to make? So using that mission statement, I launched Strange, I created the brand, I knew exactly what it had to be to attract the right people. And for such a long time, Strange took on a life of its own at a rate that I never could have predicted I was trying to keep up with it I suddenly went from this like watered down overlooked freelancer clambering to try and get attention with a hundred other people clambering for the same job for the same attention with their portfolios like hire me hire me I'm a great fit for this job I dm'd you Ah." I went from that to this force to be reckoned with I had messages from strangers telling me how my story how feeling like this weirdo and wanting to find the mystery fits of the business world had inspired them. I had people mentioning my name in rooms full of opportunity and everything just sort of took off. I got to work with some of the coolest, kindest, most fun humans I'd ever met and we got to create some really fucking beautiful things together. So for a long time it did feel like I was on exactly the right path. Now fast forward to a few months ago and that old familiar lack of purpose started to creep in again. Now pals, real talk, I don't think I need to tell most of you how difficult 2023 was as a business owner. There was a lot of things went on last year that made it really difficult. We had a cost of living crisis. How fucking expensive is a block of cheddar these days? Ridiculous things. Everything was getting harder. AI was taking over a lot of shit. There's lots of things. There's lots of things at play. But I don't think I've spoken to a single business owner who said that 2023 was their year, that they thrived. Ruling out really established seven-figure business owners, right, who have got teams, who have got enough in their arsenal that they can ride the wave of a shit year a little bit. Now, I'm talking about people who are freelancing, people who are running very small businesses, people who are in their first or second year. It really, really took its toll. And I, like a lot of other business owners, found that a lot of my time was focused on business development. of trying to bring work in. Now, I'd been there before. When the queries start to slow down, you do have to rally a bit. But that there is when it started to unravel for me a bit. There was something about networking, about drumming up business, about going out and speaking to startups and larger companies about their business needs about their branding needs their design needs that was starting to feel a bit gross I also had a couple of inquiries from people who were more solopreneurs They were more on the freelance side of things and they were so inspired by the strange story and they said I absolutely love your website, I love your story, I love everything you do but I never in a million years could afford to work with you. Oh yeah and I would have loved to work with them too but the business model that I'd built meant that we were working with five figure packages for bigger businesses. So the more I started to reflect on that the more I was like "Ooh, I think I've goofed here. (laughs) Think this isn't quite right. It kind of hit me that the business model that I'd built, that I'd chosen for strange, could only realistically serve companies with decent budgets. So without meaning to, I'd fallen back into this old problem. Part of the reason that I didn't want to just freelance was that I didn't just want to do work that would make rich people richer. And there I was back in that fucking place again. So if a done for you brand design was the way that I was trying to fulfill that purpose. The of reaching the underdogs, the outliers and the renegades, then I was missing the target. I was completely on the wrong track because those underdogs, renegades and mavericks couldn't fucking afford me. (laughs) They couldn't afford to work with Strange, couldn't afford to pay that much money for their branding. They couldn't afford to outsource all of their design, but they still really wanted to be a part of what I was creating. I just hadn't given them the vehicle to do that yet. I'd fallen back into serving big companies, not the very people who needed me the most. Now I did start to and remedy this problem. One of the first things I did was create not just a pretty logo, the branding course. I thought, hey, here's something cheap that if you can't afford the done for you programme, this is a couple of hundred quid. I tried to create some free resources, some PDFs. I started this podcast. Try and share tips, advice and real stories that transcended the design and branding. Now organically, a new career path was starting to unfold and I was like, Ooh, interesting. So I'm going to pause there for a sec and give a little bit of advice here. I I am not the first person and I will not be the last person to realise that the career that I was doing wasn't quite right. It is a very common problem. It's not easy doing what you love. It takes a lot of bravery to admit to yourself that what you're doing isn't what you want to do. And sometimes the whole thing can just seem so daunting. It's easier to stay in your comfort zone and think, mm, what if? It's easier to get up and drive to work and get your paycheck than to rock the boat and see what might happen. But my advice is just take a minute minute, take a beat to think about what success actually means to you. If success to you is seeing your business grow really, really fast and making loads of money, then that's great. If I were fully dedicated to Strange, to running an agency, I don't think last year would have hit me as hard as it did. For me, success was intrinsically linked to that mission, to my mission, my purpose. So coming up with that new model of trying to come up with low ticket items, trying to help the people who didn't have monster budgets, it kind of slapped me in the the face how important that was. It is okay to pivot if you are not in the right place right now. I fully encourage it. The more passionate and fulfilled you feel about what you're doing, the more successful you will be. Not just monetarily, but in a way that actually means something to you. Okay pals, I'm going to stop there for this week. Feels very unnatural for me to stop halfway through a story. But, but, tune in next week where I will talk you through the exact moment I knew it was time to part ways was strange when i knew it was time to shut it all down spoiler it involves one soul destroying client call and a lot of tears catch you here next week pals if you love what you're hearing in this podcast but you are still yet to start that rebel empire of your own i've got something that might help head over to the show notes of this episode where you will find a free seven-step action plan to kick-starting your first side hustle it's got pretty pictures it's got activities what more could you want my loves get it downloaded try it out let me know how you get on